Driving in the right lane. How you doing? How you been? How you feeling? Today's date is February 10th, 2021. Before I start, I'd like to say happy Black History Year on you motherfuckers because it's that time of the year. Fuck a month. I don't give a fuck about it being the shortest month and all that. It's happy Black History Year. Um, what's going on with everybody, man? How are you? JB, how you doing, brother? I am uh, ready to celebrate Black History Year. My man, my man. See, my man pots and pans. I appreciate and that. And can Let's I just say it. something real quick? And this what's is I, like to all the white folks, just <laughs> the point of this, the point of this, this oh, whole shit. thing oh, shit. is to shut up and listen. And uh, there's not a lot of that going on. There's mm. a lot of talent. And I just, that's the point of this. Damn. Shut up mm. and listen. Mm. Glad to be with you, Clifford. No doubt. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate you, JV. So, if you've lived under the rock and you're not inside the tri-state area, we got hit with some more dastardly fucking snow again. But you know what? Managed to get through everything and get there. Yo, the Super Bowl was this weekend. You know, shit show of a game if you watch football. But it was a pretty good, uh, I guess a it was a pretty good thing. What is that? Got a streaker. Yeah. How, <laughs> yo, how much did he win? He won three. You saw how much he won, right? Wait, no. I, I, this 375 was, fucking thousand dollars. There was a prop bet. I knew it. There was a I prop bet. I knew that was going to happen at some point. He put a thousand dollars down on himself and hit. And I'm just like, that's fucking genius. There's, There's no rules back. against it, right? Yeah, fuck no. There's no rules no. to saying I can't go and do no. that. What an, I knew that was going to happen at no. some point. At, I remember three or four years ago on another podcast, right. I had openly talked about it. I go, because, you know, you do the, you run through the props every yeah. single year. I was like, what is stopping somebody mm-hmm. from placing a hundred bucks mm-hmm. and going collecting? Mm-hmm. Like, that is the easiest money I ever make is... <laughs> Paying all the legal fees, having on my coin. Why is this on here? Oh, I bet uh, ten grand on myself that it would go out on the field, and uh, I made three point seven million dollars. Holla, yo! And the funniest shit about the streaker, he, yo, he fucked the one dude up with the footwork. He's get on me, boop boop, hit the dude with the shuffle. I said, oh shit, he's kind of he's athletic a little bit. Oh shit, I wonder if he's like, will you give me an extra thousand? If I like, hold on, if I stiff arm or if I, yo, if I can go from end zone to end zone, watch me break these motherfuckers off. Yo, he won three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Shout out to him and that foresight. He also had a thousand bucks to put down. Lucky fucking man. Yo, but hold on, he had to pay to get in there. He had to pay. He had to pay those fucking crazy tickets, and he probably had a decent seat to get that fucking close. So, yeah, scared money don't make no money. And uh, <laughs> shit, uh, the, the uh, he gets to have like Kevin Harlan basically put on his grave because that's what I would do to have Kevin Harlan call your game winning bet. Essentially, bitches, bitches. <laughs> we we paid. We paid him 42 Doug. You don't even know who the fuck that is. There's a rapper named 42 Doug, and he did a song. I forgot who he's with, but it, the song's called We Paid. You've probably heard it. It's wacky shit, but the kids like it. <laughs> it's just like word. The kids like it. This shit is whack. But well, I don't know. According to us, we don't know what the look, kids like. So. When we finish this off, we're going to look up 42 Doug and like, yo, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I told you, these kids like the weirdest of shit. Um, on the ride in, man, having a little uh, nostalgic vibes. Yo, over the weekend, I actually was watching this documentary on Showtime. Uh, it was the Wu-Tang documentary called Of Mikes and Men that came out like a year ago. And I, for some reason, I, I was watching it and I just stopped. I tend to do that with like TV shows and like documentaries. Like I'll watch an episode or two, stop watching. But it came up. I'm like, you know, let me watch this shit. Dude, if you got Amazon Prime, you got Amazon Fire, if you fuck with like 
hip hop. And there's a difference between hip hop and the rap. Hip hop, let's just keep this funky. Hip hop embodies the culture. The culture is breakdancing, DJing, MCing, and fucking graffiti. Or uh, 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 blowing, what the fuck they call them shits? Graphing, blowing torches, stuff like that. But those are the four vital signs of like hip hop. So I'm one of those guys. I think I've said that to, I'm a curmudgeon old man when it comes to like new school shit. So on the ride up, I put on fucking Enter the 36 Chambers, man. And like that shit still hits the same way it hit when I was fucking 12. Like straight up. I don't, <clears throat> that's, that's, that's one of the things for me. That's one of my biggest like concerns with this newer form of pop music or rap music. Like the shit that comes out, yeah, it's cool. Has a vibe to it, but like, will they play this shit five or ten years from now? Can I play this at a cookout? Can I play this at like a wedding, fucking like a wedding rehearsal? Can I do this some places? And mo- to me, in my opinion, no, because the music that the music that's out now, it just doesn't. For me, as an as a soon to be forty year old man, um, that shit doesn't hit the soul. And that Wu Tang shit, maybe it's because of the samples. I'm a sampler. I produced a little bit. I've, I've sampled, so I understand when you're trying to get on the right BPM, you want to slow things down for a four beat, a four beat loop. I get that, but it's something about digging in crates and finding old records that your dad had or your grandpa or your auntie. You would hear it, and you could just do what you wanted to do with that record. That's hip hop to me. The shit now, look, it's it. It all sounds the fucking same. I think I know why. What you think? To, well, because it's not like. I don't want this to sound like, uh, you know, the uh, yeah, the, the kids just don't they don't make the hits like they used to. <laughs> you know, like the, but but um, I do think there's something to that because even a lot of things coming up now and you just you just said it like trying to how do I make this beat out of these two random records right is has to you got to get really fucking creative to do that yep. so why dr dre is still one of like the best at at hearing something mm-hmm. and putting it together yep. that's how producers are essentially made yep. is just well, you hear a, it that's a producer and they know how to make it they're yeah. producing something producer and what, what's that maker. line in the uh, in the in the departed where it's just like if i gave uh john lennon a tuba he'd probably get me something <laughs> fucking out of it you know he's an artist <laughs> that's or what whatever he does. It is. that's what he does it's a great movie now now technologies come it's twofold with all this stuff mm. there's a lot of people that can do things mm-hmm. or and there's a lot of people that think they can do things mm-hmm. and the people that think they can do things rely on the technologies to put on this thing See, where, where they're not really creating they're taking things that people have created already right, i guess right. i'm i guess that's kind of the same process but it's not like what what we were uh, let's just say it out loud Fuck what we that. were stealing from we sampled was, it's not was, stealing. well sample. whatever we sample. can we, yeah yeah sample Sorry. we 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 took the the grooves mm-hmm. the of, break, the breaks, and, and the melodies like and yeah. the harmonies yeah. and the hooks mm-hmm. from phenomenal music mm-hmm. now what the next step is we haven't had that boom again. We're waiting for that '90s boom again. We've kind of had it subtly with artists here and there. But I don't think gonna it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen again because of the sampling laws, the sampling laws, and other things that that's kind of thrown a big monkey wrench into it as far as streaming too. Because now when you have these newer artists or newer newer beat makers that are taking and sampling, they're taking like. Shit, MC, they're taking, yo, they're taking like the most famous fucking loop you can think of and just adding like an 808 and fucking like something <laughs> yeah. to it. And it's like, yo, this isn't, a, this isn't it. Yeah. Then you wonder why the original artist or producer won't clear that sample because it's like, yo, motherfucker, 
I had to sit down. I had to write this cord the fuck out, and you're going to throw fucking uh, shit, shit and hash on this? Yeah, no, I'm not clearing the fucking sample to to write yeah. that song. Fuck, fuck no, you. yeah, I'm not doing that. But I think that. So what I do realize is that there are an influx of kids coming up now. I had an issue with the actual. Uh, stereo to digital transfer as far as how music was being made from like the SP-1200 the MPC-2000 to now with like fucking the machine and uh, my man Ivan gave me some shit I forgot Splice or something where everything you can see the tracks on the fucking screen I can hit yo it's I don't want to say it's easier but it's easier somewhat. It's it's easier because now I'm not looking at a fucking graph on a machine where if I miss by one second, I have to rewind, start it all over again. With this, it's like, yo, click, drop, record. It's just click and paste, click and paste, click and paste, click and paste. And depending on how creative you are and if you're using your fucking your packs and you're using those um I forgot what they're called I'm out of the loop with making music for a little bit but there's stuff that there's <laughs> there's packs that come with it with extra sounds and stuff like that oh all the loop extensions yeah. and stuff like these that. kids yeah, yeah, aren't right. doing it the kids are just right. taking the stock sounds oh I'm just gonna do this and it's like dude look into the other files you can do more shit with that but I think that we're going to get back to that because these kids are starting to do their googles and they have an appreciation for Jesus Christ, older artist. <laughs> and that's well, but, what bugs me out. Yeah, see, I, I guess that's where I... I <clears throat> excuse me. If we're going to start sampling mm-hmm. heavily again, mm-hmm. like I would say 90s hip-hop did, and that's probably why we like it, mm-hmm. then you need to start ripping it from the 90s now, well, that's but not in doing. hip-hop. You need to rip it from some other harmonies in a different genre, whether that was... You know, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I was I'm a I'm a huge metal grunge and hip hop guy mm-hmm. growing up. That's mm-hmm. all I listened to. Yeah, we talk about that. So for me, if I was to get attracted to a new artist now, if you use actual real fucking drums, right? I'm gonna I'm that's amazing. We'll I mean, see. we used we used James and his band forever. Mm-hmm. That's what made rap fucking phenomenal. Clyde yeah, and the rest yeah, of those guys. Yep. We we ripped yep, yep, it yep. forever, forever, yep. forever. I'm yep. just talking about music in general. Sorry. Do, do your Googles, bitches. Funky drum man, Clyde Stubberfield kills that shit. Look, do your Googles. You really want to understand how shit sounded and how how crispy shit was? Just go on Apple Music, any DSP, and download that song and roll your windows in. If you don't catch a vibe off that, you're fucking dead. And this. This is a longer take just to wrap it around back no to you, though. No problem. But, like, that's the point, and that's what makes Wu-Tang and all that so sound f- amazing timeless. because they had to create mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff, yep. even though that there was there's clearly a ton of samples, yep. but they sampled fucking kung fu movies. Yep. Yep. So it made it interesting and different and all yep. that, and they sold all that shit out of mm-hmm. the back of... Uh, a, a trunk yo, that's around what they their did. neighborhoods. I didn't, and it's I just didn't, different. It's I, just different. I knew, yo, the documentary, they talk, yo, it's... Every episode's a fucking hour long. There's like 10 episodes. I got like two episodes. And the first one, I knew some information. The second one, I'm just like, wow, I didn't know that. And I'm a, I'm a woo nerd. Like, yo, I was the dickhead kid when you bought the double CD and said, call 1-800-GHOSTFACE. You'll talk to ghosts. It's like, oh, shit, you're not talking to him. I fell for that dumb shit because I was like 15. I fell for that who, who, shit. Who picked up? I never called. Nobody. It was a fucking recording that said, hey, in order to talk or do this, press one. And it was that whole bullshit five dollars for the first minute Ooh. and like every minute they would just hit you and hit you and hit you and my mom damn was whip they fucking whip my ass because <laughs> this is back with rotary fucking phones and a phone bill you know what i'm saying but in the back of my head it's like at least i'm not calling like 1-800 hot girl yeah. or like sexy time i call woo i called the woo the woo's for the children the fuck the odb said that wu tang is for the children you know what i'm saying and i was one of the children excuse me 
You're just following directions. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Asan. You know what I'm saying? That is ODB. Uh, what's my man's name? Fuck. He has so many fucking names and fucking monikers. But yo, if you get time, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Of Mikes and Men. If you don't know about the woo, Watch this fucking documentary to answer all your fucking questions and you'll have a different respect and a different light from as far as coming into the music business and where they are now. But I'm saying all that to say that that shit is still timeless. That album, I had the sunroof open. I'm losing my shit at the red light. Kids are looking at me like, what the fuck is he listening to? It's like, well before your time, kid. Don't worry about it. Mind your business. Keep fucking going. Lost my fucking mind coming up, man. God damn. Enter the 36 chambers. The anger is different, too. Oh, hell yeah. Forgot to mention that. <clears throat> hell Anger yeah. is much different. Hell yeah. Kids aren't getting pissed off. They're getting pissed kids off. Kids aren't the outside. There's, uh, yeah. Kids aren't I don't outside. Think it's, I don't think it's that. Dude, being outside, no, see, no. See, we're, see we want, this show's going to go a whole other direction. In my opinion, it's just my opinion. I don't, I'm not a, I don't have a degree in child sociology or psychology or whatever, but there's something to being outside. When you're outside, you understand social cues. You actually got picked on you had to like yo you had to be sharp whenever you went outside you had to be sharp you had to be cool you had to be malleable because you never knew what the fuck was going to happen when you're outside yo you can see somebody get hit you could make a wrong turn yo the craziest shit would happen at least for me when i was a child i saw everything from fucking no offense not trying to be funny people being shot to old people beating somebody's ass to like some super dope shit happening so you had to understand like what was going on and then if you actually had friends you had your smart guy, you had the smart ass, you had the troublemaker, then you had the cool kids. You had to pick up everybody's fucking identity and how they were. So you were, yo, you were angry. Someday somebody would say something to you. I don't like that. You fought or you would bust on each other or bit on each other. But then you knew, okay, we're done. Nothing else happens. Yo, of course it was a different anchor. Also, think about the parents. Think about like the structure. The 90s, I don't know how it was where you were. Like I think you grew up, well, you'll give everybody a little bit everywhere. where you I were. I grew up everywhere. I grew up in <laughs> Philadelphia. So for me, I, so Philadelphia right now is totally fucking different from when I was a child. I grew up in the fucking 80s and the 90s. That unfortunately also happened to be the crack era. And so where I lived, I live in Uptown. Uptown is Mount Airy, West Oak Lane, Germantown. <clears throat> it's a certain area where like, Yo, it was upper middle class, upper middle, upper black middle class. I remember being a kid not seeing cops. Like, I, 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 you never saw fucking cops. I think I told you this with John Chaney. John Chaney would be playing tennis, like, a, like literally not even a mile away from my parents' house. Nothing. For some reason, I'll say between 86, about 87, shit went left. Left. To where I saw crack vials I saw needles you'd see blood you'd find bullet casings and it's like wait what the fuck is going on then the cops started coming up so for me just like yo you when you were outside you wanted to go outside because if your mom was on crack or if your dad was on crack you didn't want to be in the house because they'd be arguing there with this there's a lot of variables that happened that just swung a certain demographic of people differently which is why the anger was different also you saw people getting fucking money if your dad is an alcoholic and your mom can't hold a job down, but for some reason you have this fucking house, but when you go on the block, you see the kids that are, mind you, they're kids. When you're 12 and you see a 20-year-old pulling up in a fucking Mercedes Benz, got the pretty ladies, you know, got the fly, the fly wear, the polo, everything else. Is, I'm talking from a 90s perspective. You're wondering, what the fuck does he do? Well, I want to be outside with him. I'm going to watch him. There were no doctors. There were no fucking lawyers. You know, you might get an athlete that came from the neighborhood or something like that, but as soon as he got his money, I'm fucking going i'll come back and dat people up and yo what's up blah blah blah. i get the fuck out of dodge so 
that time period, yo, of course it was a different anger because you got to remember, yo, there was a recession. The average person don't know at that time there was a fucking recession in like the 80s. It stopped, I think, around like 89. There was definitely a fucking recession. Yeah, like 92, actually. You know what I'm saying? Think, so, yeah, right. Yeah. So, there, of course, it was a different anger, at least, from, at least for, I mean, I, I hate to do this, but for black culture. I don't know if it was different for you. So, these kids, they, yo, they were hungry. I want to get the fuck out. How do I get out? What do I got to do? I'm going to go ahead and sell drugs. But here's the funky part. Black folk don't own no planes, no fucking boats. So how the fuck is cocaine coming to fuck in? How did it get here? How how do we how, who who told us to take cocaine, add some baby powder, add some ice, lock the shit up? You got crack. Who who told who told somebody that? Let's really. I mean, I'm not trying to make this. The episode's not supposed to be about that, but that's why I said like coming outside and being outside is just different. These kids, these kids don't. There's no hunger from these kids. I'm online. I'm playing Xbox One every fucking day. I don't see my friends every day. I don't have friends in high school. My friends are online. My friends are on fucking Instagram. Whereas when me and you were kids, yo, when we were kids, John, and you came out your house, we didn't have cell phones. You know what we did? You got on your bike and you cruised your block. When you saw other bikes at somebody's house, you knew that's where it is. I'm pulling up. I know my homies are in there, and I know their parents. Their parents know me. I would knock on the door. Oh, it's Ralph. Get your dumb ass in the house. You eat? Yes, ma'am. They upstairs. Don't make slam. Don't slam my goddamn door. And you never slammed the door. You went upstairs and you played Nintendo or Genesis until the mom or the dad would kick you the fuck out. That Get takes, out. well, that is something we're always going to agree on because that out. the neighborhoods are getting leaving. Yeah, hell there, yeah. There's there's no more neighborhoods anymore, yep. and I think that's that's the bigger portion because it was. It's yeah, it's I mean like we're in the in, this, in the same boat. Grown mm-hmm. up upper upper white middle class mm-hmm. and that's a lot different than than probably it up, is. Uh, yeah, cuz we have it been is. allowed generational wealth behind yeah. us and they redlining you know, like, other things. And that's what I'm that saying nature. like right. that that stuff comes in, you're suddenly the problem. It yep. gets gentrified and pushed up and just becomes somebody else's problem. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I totally understand that part of it too. And uh th- that makes the most sense to me. The anger and, and look what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. I think we're about to hit that again. I think we're due for a major change in this. We're hitting a recession. Yep. People are a lot more pissed off than they have been previously facts. in the past. Big facts. We're starting to see a lot of the stuff being pulled away yep. uh, uh you know from our faces and eyes and things like mm-hmm. especially with social media and the all filtering, that. Filtering, they're filtering stuff. Yeah, yep. like censoring, excuse me, censoring shit. Uh yep. it's um yep. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. This is this is why this is why they drive in the right lane with me and you, JB, because you just said some shit. As much as I want, as much as I'm, I want this fucking stemmy to crack. Understand, understand, people, that this February money. February tenth, by the way. It's February, wanna, oh, we'll, no doubt. Just want to point that no out. No doubt. I'm still, I'm still waiting. Almost thirty. Yeah, and ho, oh, don't even get me. We'll talk about this off air because <laughs> there's a lot of shit I'm reading about what he's doing and jobs. This ain't the show for that. Uh, this is not the show for that. Um, but people, when these stimmies crack, you better do something with this fucking money because taxes are about to go through the fucking roof. Things are about to be cut. Programs are about to be cut. Schools are about to be downsized. Commercial buildings are about to be fucking kaput. It's about to get Tyrone Hill ugly. Do your fucking diligence with the fucking bread. Um but saying all that to say again, if you get some time, check out the documentary. Music, man, music, music, music. I think I think I'm with you on that as far as these kids with the with the internet and with everything jumping off, they're doing their Googles. And that's just what the fuck it is. I, I look forward to seeing these kids or a certain age group of kids push this shit forward. That's the one thing these kids do. They push this shit forward. And also don't take us too seriously because we're out of touch old men. 
Exactly. <laughs> or on our way to being out of I'm touch. I'm about to say, I'm a lot closer to old man realm than you. Fuck. Shit. What are you talking about? Wait, yeah, you're not that fat. I'm, I'm, I'm like, what, two years behind you? Dude, I turn a certain age in 12 days. Mm-hmm. I'll have you by four years. I we got to have a birthday episode. That's I mean, fun. that sounds good. Well, uh, I think I might be actually, oh, shit, I'm doing something for my actual birthday. And then the following weekend, I'm going to Atlanta with the homies. Fantastic. Bring the recorder with you. See what happens. I'm a little scared. I'll record. I'll send you some videos. I'm a little paranoid going down there, though, man. With the flying and like, yo, yo. Have you been living under a rock, yo? Florida and Georgia are open. There are no issues, no masks, no nothing. I'm not the biggest guy with like, oh, following the boo and this and the third. But yo, like I said, the first episode, there is something out here that is killing motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, we just. The NFL media literally just dropped in front of our faces in the last three days. Like, it's, true. Like it's true. It's a, it is true. It is out there. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk off air about that. But it's going to yeah. be a little busy day. I think I might be three or four years older than you. So I'm a lot okay. closer to the old man realm than you. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Well, you can you can be our guiding light and tell me what's next. I mean, you know, I'll trailblaze this bitch. Figure it out. You I see what I'm gra- saying? I got more grays than you though. So. Shit, I, yo, I got I gray I hair in my fucking hair, bro. I have gray hair in my hair now, dude. Washed my hair, you know, putting the olive oil, the tea tree oil to care, all the natural shit. Grays just popped up. I said, oh my god, I got gray hair. I <laughs> fucking gray hair, dude. <laughs> yo, yo, this is a this is a super pause moment, and I ain't gonna say all that. I'm the one more when I get gray hair somewhere in a certain area. When I get that, it's a fucking wrap. Why can't you just say in your balls? Like it's just it's there. Pause. Pause. <laughs> we ain't doing all that. Pause, dog. <laughs> Two men talking. No, we pausing. I'm not gonna say the no homo, but you going to pause. I, but it's a super man, pause moment, man. You guys in your that's right. Pause. Oh, can't uh, no. Can't, can't happen, huh? No. We don't. We ain't playing those games. No, <laughs> shit. I, I went to I went to Bishop McDevitt High School, and the shit that I saw traumatized me, sir. And in the football locker room, watching people sounds like a you problem. <laughs> no, it says that was a they problem. Oh, watching right. them do all the shit with butt, but whatever. We ain't saying all that. But you know yeah, what? You we gonna talk about that on episode ten with the homies that went to the high school. It's gonna be a lot of alcohol, maybe some other things jumping off, but we will go down memory lane with that. How about that, sir? Uh, moving this thing right along uh, over the weekend yo did you notice so I don't know about you people the listeners you guys my bad Chick-fil-a has a new fucking sandwich oh did they is, did they get jealous of Popeye's not no, no not they even they're sitting on they shit on Popeye's yeah no they do they shit on Popeye's yo they have a grilled chicken a spicy grilled chicken sandwich okay so no breading no it's just spicy it's, just, it's spicy grilled fucking chicken and <laughs> it's like an 8.5 out of 10 for me wow it's a really good sandwich i am so this is what i said i wanted to ask you when you go to chick-fil-a yeah what do you normally get what's your order with chick-fil-a if you don't mind me asking you Jay, uh, all right i gotta i gotta i gotta make some confessions here all right which i, I use ketchup uh, oh no Fuck. no no, no i was no, gonna get no. to like ah he's, no. he's not a terrorist no 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 <laughs> first of all and for the for just for the record uh no you never if you put ketchup, ketchup on, on a chicken, chicken I'm with I, you. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you're like a you're a toddler. You are. You're a toddler. Yeah, you're a toddler. Yeah. Chicken nuggets and uh, and uh, fucking tater tots. You're a toddler. <laughs> That's what you do with that. I normally just go with the regular spicy chicken sandwich. Okay. And the waffle fries, and I'm good. That's All right. Usually All it. right. That's safe bet. What do you do for sauces? None. No really? Sauce. No sauce. No yeah. shit. Uh. Uh-uh. Damn. You I think po- they're. I think, dope. I think there are. It's that's why I said like it's good I'm enough dope. for. 
it's good enough to eat. I just <laughs> roll on. Sometimes cheese, sometimes not. Sometimes, you know, like lettuce, tomato, mayo. I, I change it up every now and again, but usually it's just plain sandwich, plain, you know, whatever. I'm not too. Fat boy moment. Did you know that Chick-fil-A has a cheese sauce? <laughs> no, I didn't. Chick-fil-A has literally an American cheese sauce that you can order on the side for the french fries. <sighs> How big is it? It's quite it's quite nice. It's, it's the perfect size for a large fry. I would know. You didn't know that? No, I, that's I, I don't go there that often. I literally don't. Well, me either. Yeah. I this I probably real shit. I'll probably average Chick Fil A once or twice every three months. I don't go to Chick Fil A yeah, often at all. I would say that's probably right. The difference though for me and you is like with Chick Fil A. When I go to Chick Fil A, look here, I'm dropping like thirty forty dollars because. <laughs> <laughs> well, back before I knew about the Chick-fil-A app, I'm not waiting in that fucking line for no fucking a single sandwich and fries. And I know in Chick-fil-A, yo, shout out Chick-fil-A with the consistency, with the my pleasure. It's a great day at Chick-fil-A. How can I help you? It's like, oh, you're so awesome. You just made my day. You're so nice. What's your name, Monique? How are you, Monique? I've had a really great day. Can I do a number six, please? Yes, you may. God says we can do this. You know what? Your order's free because God told us so. It's like, yo, you're so awesome, Monique. My order's free? Oh, this is, I love this fucking place. Ta-da. Right. Yo, t- have you had that before? When you pull in line at Chick-fil-A and like you get in line and it's like, hey, you know, great day Chick-fil-A. What would you like? You give it to them. You pull up and they're like, the person ahead of you paid for your meal. And it's just like, I've never had, what? I've, I've done that. It's never happened to me though. Before. I've had it. I've done it a few times. I've had it happen more times where the food's paid for me. Oh, man, and dope. then I pay the person before. Chick-fil-A, dog. It's the shit. It's the shit. I'm sorry. I love Chick-fil-A. It's not that good. All you hype beasts that are like wrapping around the fucking line on Sheltonham Ave and up in the boulevard where those lines are going out to the fucking street. Yo, slow down, Tonto. It ain't that fucking good. It's it's not. Why why is it why is it Chick-fil-A in the cities people people act like they've never had chicken sandwiches? But if I go up to Audubon or East Norton or West Norton, because they've had it for years. This is true. And but see, like, I've you're part of fil A in the city. Uh, yeah. <gasps> that's that's fucked up, right? That's so fucked up. Here's a little cheat code for you fat people such as myself. The Chick-fil-A app. Order your food in the Chick-fil-A app. They tell you, not even they they've updated the app before they would tell you go to parking space A within 10 minutes. Like after 10 minutes from getting there, the drive to, to get there, you park in A, a kid comes running out. Hey, are you Cliff? I am. Runs back, comes with your food. People in line are waiting. You get your food, tip top magoo, yeah. it's just fast. Now they've updated the app when you order the food. Once you pull into the parking lot, the app vibrates and it's like, please tell us what parking space you're in. Put in parking space eight. Kid comes out with the food. Still the same service. My pleasure. Thank you. How are you? Chick fil A got it locked. But back to my fat ass uh, order. Well, real quick, Wawa, same What's thing. I never, I'm never going in any store ever again. Because any, of that? anyone that or, that has the convenience of, of the being app. able to app and beep beep, but I don't yeah. have to go in. Yo, I'm I'm cool. Pe- yo, more people don't even know about that fucking app. I've had the app for a while, and I just started using. There's no no convenience charge. There's None. no extra charges. Nothing. It's just like yo, you're paying. By the time you get there, people are in line, wrapped around doing God knows what for 20 minutes, yep. something like that. They come out, your food is ready, you pull off. It is 
beautiful. Or even just the uh, Wawa does the pickup. I don't. I hate so, Wawa. So, well, I'm just saying no in, ge- in general. Like, Ooh. there's. I think they have Chick- the same type Chick-fil-A of. Chick Fil A would do this. They just go pick it up. You know. Mm-hmm. I saw it's something awesome. about Wawa up on. Um, they have this certain. Yo, they're actually doing something with Wawa's where they just have pickup locations now. Like you can't even come in. Yep. You order. You've already paid. Here's your food. Holla at your boy. Made made odds forever be in your favor. Peace. I think you. I think drive through gets eliminated. You think? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where we're going. Yeah, that's kind of where we're going. That makes sense. It's it's a it's an antiquated system too. It's not good. Like it's you, not efficient. Would you rather me tell you what I want? Yep. And, and have it ready it in t- yep. 10, 15 minutes. You're staggering. It's a lot easier to do that. Mm-hmm. There's no yep. no. Ne- it's not necessary. I don't know why Wawa is even doing drive-throughs. Just just. Ain't parking lots and build an extra keep building rows and they'll figure that part out. Ain't that some shit though? With restaurants like the the drive through takes precedent over people that come in, but the drive through has twenty people. There's one person inside the store. Why am I gonna wait in a fucking drive? Yo, can I come in? Yeah, let me get my sandwich and I'm out of here before people say like, y'all it makes no fucking sense. But my so back to my order at Chick Fil A because I'm a fat fuck tubby fat fuck, but that's me. Yo, I do the spicy chicken uh, deluxe sandwich, large, half and half, with the cheese sauce on the side. I get the grilled nuggets. I get like the four count spicy trip. I get like 20 nuggets. I get like a solid. I get the, the chicken salad. I buy a bunch of fucking food, but I don't eat it all in one sitting. That shit lasts me like two days. I'm not waiting in line and doing all this just to have a quick sandwich. We ain't doing all that. But for me, I'm a sauce guy. For for other people that are fat asses of me that, that partake or have graduated from fat ass university, Chick-fil-A sauce, Polynesian sauce, mix them. Ooh. Just mix them and let me know how that works for you on a chicken sandwich. Polynesian sauce, is that, that's a top top for everybody that goes there, right? Yeah, Polynesian and Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is like a mayonnaise. It's like a honey mustard and something else. It's really good. Polynesian is just like excellent on All chicken. Right, I got to get into their sauces because I just, you know, Dude, I've ignored them. Mix those two. For the for the for the super duper fuck the game up, they have a fucking sriracha sauce, oh. spicy sriracha. Yes, you mix yeah, you mix those two sauces, put those on top, then put the sriracha on top of that. You cooking with grease on that one, cooking with super grease on that. That's just why I love Chick Fil A, and I wanted to big up the app. And yeah, that's a little bit of a. Um, Inside of yeah, what Cliff eats and sponsor the show. What Cliff eats? Shit, hell yeah! Holla at your boy Chick Fil A. Look, God is awesome. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Now, as far as your beliefs and thoughts on some things, hey, that's y'all. I'm me. I love everyone. But sponsor the show, please. <laughs> Shit, yo. So check this out too. Um, in case you were, you know, under a rock, what's going on? There's, I want to talk about something. It's dealing with like domestic abuse. We're dealing with like the NFL and other things, man. If you're living under the rock, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, excuse me, Seattle Seahawks had an offensive lineman named uh, Chad Wheeler. <laughs> it's a pretty ugly story uh, in a sense of what happened and you know why things had happened for me the biggest concern the biggest concern for me with this topic was was that it didn't get traction there was no breaking news ticker it wasn't like big news everywhere about what happened chad wheeler is an offensive tackle he is six foot seven 320 pounds he has a girlfriend they live in an apartment and yet people, I don't think people really understand just how athletic and how big these guys are because you're watching them on TV. They look like regular Joes. They're not. They're act. They're they're literally 
walking, talking, coordinated, dancing bears. I hate to say it like that, but if you've ever seen a full-grown bear that can like ride a bike and like get in a car and drive and do all that shit, offensive linemen are just like that, but way more athletic. I think she was five foot seven, 180 pounds. So you go ahead and figure that part out. So whole foot and everything else. The pictures, I I read the story. I don't really want to share too much of all that. If you if you're living under a rock, do your Googles and just see it. Uh for me, the most concerning part or troubling part of it was when the the girlfriend actually woke up. He sat next to her while drinking a smoothie and said, Oh shit, you're still alive. Gets up, goes and sits down. The young lady wakes up, runs into the bathroom. She calls his father. The father calls him. Nothing happens. She calls the police. The police come. They lock him up. Nothing comes out of this. Uh, there was some. More, there, there's definitely more details about a conversation where he asked the girlfriend to bow or whatever. So the optics and everything else just don't seem right for me. No, first of all. This ain't the fucking 20s. This ain't Japan. This ain't China. A woman can't speak and do all this. Yo, it's 2020 fucking one. If you still think a woman needs to be pregnant uh, pregnant and barefoot inside a house, fucking go play in traffic and go fucking drown yourself in a pool because that, that, that shit's dead. We ain't doing all that. Um, but he he put his hands on her. And if it's one thing with me, you know, I, I, I'm i going to be a little transparent with the listeners. I grew up in a household where I saw certain things that I shouldn't have saw as a child and you know, if I've ever had a relationship with you or if I've been with you, I'm very, very like overly affectionate. And I'm very, very overly. I, I I listen because I grew up just seeing certain things. And when I hear this about 20, what is he, 26? He was born in 1994. The fuck are you so angry for? Like, I don't understand. You're a 90s fucking kid. Like, you know, what I mean, and no offense, no offense. You're, you're a white kid. Like, the fuck? You have a mother and a father. You grew up in a certain area. Like, the fuck you mad for? Here's another thing I didn't like about this. They didn't find any bad Chad Wheeler pictures. He was a ham- he's a handsome, charismatic looking man and never did anything to anybody. But yet, let fucking my man Taquan Rice do some crazy, or Ray Rice, they find all the fucking thug pictures, this and the third, and, and it got no fucking traction. This fucking monster put his hands on a fucking woman and the NFL being the f- being what they are totally mismanaged and dropped it. it, it it's, it's alarming to me that this no one's talking about this. And my biggest issue, so I'm going to wrap this up. The biggest issue with this is, is that they're using mental health as his reasoning for putting his hands on her. And it's just like, yo, go go fuck yourself. Sorry. NFL, I played football, played football a long time. I love what the game did for me. I understand uh, team building. I understand relying on teammates and, and peers and stuff like that. This has nothing to do with mental issues. That kid is a fucking asshole. And I hope and pray. I'm, this is my opinion. And here's my opinion. I'm happy she's not holding him down. She didn't do what Ray Rice's wife did because this is my opinion. I might piss off my female listeners here, but whatever. I think that with Ray Rice and these women that stay with these fucking players, they're used to a certain lifestyle. I don't want to fuck my lifestyle up. I'm used to driving this car. I'm used to having this and having that. So if I divorce him or if I split up, all that stuff goes away. I'm back to being where I was. I don't want that. She's not holding them down. They're definitely pressing charges. They're going to seek the highest penalty for this kid. Unfortunately, I just think it's going to happen because of, you know, his name's Chad Wheeler. Goody Googles, look him up. Um, I hope that she has uncles, cousins, a dad that would like to have a conversation with him. 
in a very, very long, detailed conversation with him. Because if that's my daughter, if that's my sister, if that's my cousin, that's my auntie, we pulling up, we popping the trunk, and you're not you're not going nowhere, champ. I don't give a fuck if you're 6'7", 320. Big motherfuckers get knocked out, too. Just as fast, just as easy as, as a motherfucker my size. That's just me. But no, it's no, it's 2021, man. Don't put your hands on fucking nobody. Period. That's just where I am with that. Uh, that that's that's that was one of my hot topics that I read about that annoyed me. That's just my opinion on it. Chad Wheeler. I hope somebody pulls up and pops the trunk on you. Um, have a question from one of my listeners, my man Snags T. I appreciate you. Or what you got, John? What you think? And where that? can they send you a question? Oh shit! Cliff. They can hit me up at drivingintherightlane dot com. Oh shit! Drivingintherightlane at gmail dot com. Excuse me. Got well, a now little, we need to go know. make. Now we need to go make drivingintherightlane dot com. I can get on that. Hey Chris, I gotta holler at you, Chris. <laughs> We're going to get this together. <laughs> I'm definitely about to get a fucking portal. Um, so at this point of the show, we're going to go into like the, the the listeners' questions. And, you know, I have a question from my man, Snags T. Uh, appreciate you listening, man, and support and everything else. Shout out to Trust in the Process. Shout out to Chicken and Waffles and the guys. Uh, the question, why is it okay for Tom Brady to assemble a team and be considered GM of the year? But when LeBron assembles the team, he's talked down upon with statements like he needs help and he can't do it alone. Yeah. That's a good one. So that's a really good one. That's yeah. I um I must say, let me see what you got with this one, Jake. I yeah, it's <coughs> interesting. They say, yeah, well, I, there shouldn't be but first it, and foremost. But uh, there is. But there is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because everyone uh, licks Tom's butthole, and uh, yeah. everyone doesn't do that with LeBron. And we've mm-hmm. constantly argued about what LeBron is ever since he's gotten into the league, and Bad so man. on and so on. And Tom Brady just wins, isn't he? The greatest. <laughs> like it just annoys the hell out of me. It's like the Beatles. It's like I get it. Mm-hmm. Just shut up. But um, I think that's partly partly. But in my annoyance with that too mm-hmm. is also like uh, who's the GM of the Tampa Bay Bucks? Jason Like? Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's how you pronounce yeah. that. Is the dumbest person on earth? Right? Why is the dumbest hit? person on earth? This why, is the guy. Is the this is the guy that <laughs> traded up and drafted a kicker in the second round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. True. Like, I forgot about that. Every time that somebody wins Kickers. a Super Bowl, and we've done it here in Philadelphia. We have done it with Howie Roseman, and we've said Howie's the greatest thing of all time, and he's assembled the greatest, deepest team of all time, and look at what he did, and blah, blah, blah. And now you're here. Who said that? A lot of people did after they won the Super Bowl. And you did too, Cliff. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. That's that's for another Another conversation. But uh, I I will uh, say this. It's Tom Brady is coach... GM and da, 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 da. you had all that talent for a long time and did nothing. Tom Brady showed up and created <laughs> with Bruce Arians the mm-hmm. most pro, one of the most prolific offenses, and we've seen that in the fucking with the Patriots. Yo, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just as frustrated, uh, but <laughs> Tom actually does it. You know, Tom just like LeBron does it, and mm-hmm. I think he's absolutely right. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. that like Tom created a super team and like. Well, you want to know why? Because Tom did it with the same team for six championships. Had. That's yeah. why. There you go. Tom Brady is the fucking goat. Shout out to Tom Brady. That you know, I'd love to get into the fucking hoodie and the TB12 debate, but it looks like this guy is the one and not the two. In my opinion, with the Tom Brady versus LeBron James thing, I hate to make this. I hate to make this <clears throat> this type of uh, conversation, this type of uh, argument. Of course, I think there's some racial implications that go into this. Uh, for instance, when you watch Tom Brady yell or talk shit or like yell at linemen, oh, he's passionate. He wants to win. He's this. He's that. But if there, if Cam Newton wants to hit 
the fucking the, he wants the fucking dab he wants to hit the yeek he wants to hit the superman thing oh this is this is this is embarrassing for the game this is what's going on we can't have this it's the same thing with lebron james lebron james can't say a word because i forgot the young lady on cnn shut up and dribble Shut up and play fucking basketball. I don't care about what you want to do in this and the third. I think uh, Laura, I, Laura Ingram on Fox. Yeah, yeah, shut up and play basketball. I think that, of course, I think it's just, I think it's just the good old boys and that old, that old school mentality of like African American men that are great. We can't, ha- yo, we can't have them in the forefront doing certain things. We gotta, we can't have let the lunatics run the fucking asylum. But as long as you are. As long as you look like what the good old boys look like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's all. <laughs> and, I, and I hate that. Uh, it's uh, ah shit. I forgot. I interrupted you, and then I apologize, man. Are you good? You good? Uh, the um. Oh yeah, you mentioned it. What's that? They are lunatics. That's what people don't understand. Tom Brady is a lunatic. He, yeah, but Peyton I would play Manning. Well. Peyton Manning, lunatic. Oh, Jeff Saturday. Remember that clip with him and Jeff Saturday? Lunatic. He gets an argument. He's like, "Yo, we're going to do this." Like, do that. Yeah. He's like, "No, fuck yeah. you." It's like, yeah. "Oh shit, this guy will fucking kick your ass, Peyton." But give a fuck. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. When it all when it all comes down to it, these guys are Type A personalities. These guys are alphas. The fact, yo, the fact that we're having this conversation lets you know that, like, just. Racism isn't going anywhere. We're working on it. It's it's we're we're getting ahead of it, but you're still seeing that shit. And as long as we have that, we're always gonna have this conversation. Shout out to LeBron James. He's the fucking goat. Tom Brady, kiss the rings, bitches. <laughs> That's all the fuck <laughs> I can say about Tom Brady. That shit was masterful. The fact, yo, I fuck with Tom Brady when he he was talking shit to Teron Mathau. Mm. Like, yo, what bitch? We just scored. Fuck y'all. But but if you played football, that's the guy I want in my foxhole. I want that guy here with me because I know he's going to have my back and I got his. It's crazy, man. Uh, check it out. Looks like we're going to wrap this episode up. This is episode five of Driving on the Right Lane. Yo, shout out to Trust in the Process. Shout out to Chicken and the Waffles. Uh, rest in peace. Shout out to Ayana Pebbles. I love you. I miss you. Uh, rest in peace, Miss Rhonda. I love you. I miss you. Rest in peace, Mr. Rusty. Love you. I miss you. Rest in peace to Mr. Uh, Big Will. Yo, watch over us. Just continue to watch over loved ones. Pray for everybody. Yo, play fair. Be nice. Wash your hands. Wash your pussies. <laughs> We're going to figure this shit the fuck out, man. Um, check it out. Keys open doors. Well, what the fuck is it? Oh, consistency is key. And keys open doors. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I'm going to continue to hit you on the head with that one. But that's going to be like my little shit for 2021. 2021 starting off fucked up. But you know what's going to be good for me? It's going to be good for you. It really feels- That's that shit. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, do your Googles on that. Let's wrap this up, JB. Turn my turn my headphones high. This, this beat, beat going on. Turn this shit up. Yeah. Yo, hey, hey, Dot, man. Thank you again for the intro and the outro. Chris, good looking, man, for the, uh, the, 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 the logo and everything, man. Appreciate y'all. Episode 5. We out. Hot, hot shit. Twitter. Hot shit.